Movie Bar Podcast. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome back to the Movie Bar Podcast, the average movie podcast for average movie fans by average movie fans. I am your host, John, and I am here with one co-host tonight, Justin. Hello, just me. Kyle could not join us tonight, but the bar is now open. Welcome to episode 22. Today is September 12th, 2022, and this episode will drop on Wednesday, September 14th, 2022, due to editing and... I have something planned tomorrow night. So, I don't have any house do, housekeeping. Do you have any housekeeping from last week, Justin? I, I believe that Kyle isn't here because he saw what my pick of the week is, or my suggestion of the week is, and he did get made fun of for potentially not having not seen that. So, <laughs> Possibly true with the fucking rate he's been going on. Possibly true. Hopefully not true, but possibly yeah, true. Well, not be. But we'll follow up on that next week. I'll make sure to make a note to ask him. All right, let's get into upcoming movies. All right, so uh, we have Barbarian. A young woman discovers the rental home she booked is already occupied by a stranger. Against her better judgment, she decides to spend the night, but soon discovers there's a lot more to fear than just an unexpected house guest. You're an idiot if you decide to stay, by the way. Uh, then we also have the House of Darkness. After meeting at a local bar, a man accompanies a beautiful and mysterious woman back to her luxurious and secluded estate. However, he soon gets more than he bargained for when their playful flirtation turns into something sinister. Have you seen the trailer for either one of these movies? Uh, I've seen the trailer for Barbarian. I've seen the trailer for The House of Darkness. I believe House of Darkness is the one with Justin Long. I don't think I've seen it. But I haven't seen the trailer for Barbarian, but I know that was Kyle's pick of the week, even though he bailed on us. I think I've only seen one trailer for it, because that that whole, you know, somebody being in the rental house sounds familiar to me. Well, it's not what I thought it was, so... (laughs) With a title like Barbarian, you'd figure it's something mm. like evil or something, but mm. I don't know. It's getting a lot of rave reviews, so I'm kind of looking forward to checking it out. Yeah, well, I'm sure I'll see it at some point. But, uh, so let's get into upcoming Blu-ray. These will be released on September 9th. <laughs> oh! <laughs> 2022. Uh, uh, we have Platoon in 4K, The Fog in 4K, Friday the 13th in 4K, Cool World on Blu-ray, Fatal Attraction is coming to 4K, um, The Amusement Park, I believe that was a, uh, oh, whose movie was it, Damn It to Hell? I should have written this down. Yeah, probably. I even pre-ordered it, too. <laughs> That's right, folks. I buy physical media. There seems to be a lot of debate online these days for physical media. If you're buying it, it better be physical. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm not spending $20 on no goddamn digital bullshit. <laughs> George A. Romero. That's what it was. It was a Shutter exclusive George A. Romero's lost film. 
Um, Elvis is coming to 4K and Blu-ray. Lightyear is coming to 4K and Blu-ray. One of our favorites, John Candy's movie, Canadian Bacon, is coming to Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Adams Family, the uh, original movie, is coming to 4K. Attack of the 50-Foot Cam Girl is coming to Blu-ray. That sounds funny. From, I believe it's a trauma film. It probably sounds about right. Trauma. Uh, 28 Days starring Sandra Bullock, not the 28 Days Later or 28 Weeks Later. Um, Where the Crawdads Sing. Eli Ross, History of Horror Season 3 is coming to Blu-ray. And Terror Squad and Abandoned. Uh, Caught. Tropic Thunder is coming to Blu-ray. Uh, Wire Room, which was a movie we discussed last week, which was coming to theaters last week, is now coming to Blu-ray. And Monty Python, The Meaning of Life is coming to 4K. So, right. I don't know if I'm ready for 4K yet. I mean, I have a few of them, but then you gotta buy the 4-ray player. I have the 4-4K TV. I just don't have the 4K player yet, but. I have the 4K TV. Uh, my, uh, uh, I don't know if the PS, I thought the PS4 might be a 4K player. Um, it's but, not. It's not. No. Well, anyway. The, I think the PS5 is, but. Yeah, I don't need it. I just stream them in 4K. Um, yeah. So, new to streaming, you have Pause of Fury on Paramount Plus. I was going to watch that, but I decided that because Paramount Plus doesn't work all the time, I've canceled my Paramount Plus. Uh, Pinocchio, live action with, uh, Tom Hanks. It's going to Disney Plus and then Thor 11 Thunders on Disney Plus. Uh, one that's not on here and I'm going to mention it because I watched it today, uh, is Morbius is on Netflix. Save yourself the time. Don't watch it. <laughs> That's that Marvel movie that came out a couple months ago, right? Oh, God. They should not let Jared Leto near an acting role ever again. He just destroys everything he's in. I thought he was good as the Joker, but... Oh, but God. Pinoc- that was his worst one yet. Pinocchio is is on Disney Plus already. I watched it yep. over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which brings us to movies we've watched. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, I watched The House, The House's October Built 1 and 2, which is our topic this week. I, uh, me and Hunter, we watched Hoobie Halloween, which he was a little scared at first, but then he started laughing. So he enjoyed it. Uh, we did watch Pinocchio. Um, I watched Hell House LLC 3, Lake of Fire or Ring of Fire. I watched Fair Inc. Kind of all these movies have the same kind of plot twist of the same subgenre of horror. And then, after you do yours, I want to discuss something that I watched on Shutter. So okay. go ahead and do yours, and then we'll discuss what I watched on Shutter. Spoiler alert: I also watched Houses October Built one and <gasps> two, <laughs> and then uh, I needed a. Uh, I, I swapped over. Like I said, I watched Morbius, so I watched those three movies in order. So I needed a palate cleanser, so I went to Hulu <laughs> and I watched The Princess. That was a really, really, really good movie. What's that it about? Surprised me. Um, so it stars uh, Joey King. She's basically it starts right out in action, so it's really good. Um, mm-hmm. She's a princess. Um, she's supposed to marry bad guy. 
bad guy takes family hostage, she must save family and fight her gender roles and all that crap in between. But it's just, it's a really good movie. It's, it's pretty well jam packed action end to end. Um, and that's really on Hulu. Good. Yep. It's okay. really good. Is that it? Yeah. That's the last thing that I subjected my to. Like I said, it was a palate cleanser. Well, I obviously, I watched the Blues Brothers too, but that was earlier this week. Okay. Well, yeah, it's any movie you've watched since we last I know. recorded. I know, but I watched most of my movies today. <laughs> I also watched Terrifier again. I forgot to add that because I just watched that today when I got home from work. But I, um, Shutter has a new eight-part series that comes out every Wednesday, and they released episode one last week of um, the 100 scare, 101 scariest movies. Mm-hmm. So, so it goes like. They do a brief description, and they have people like Mick Garris. Um, Your typical list show. Yeah, you know, and they discuss each movie and what they they care about it. So I, I I think for the next eight weeks, we'll kind of discuss the movies that they list. So for episode one, uh, number 101 was It Follows. Have you seen It Follows? That's that one about the sexually transmitted disease, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Gotta watch that uh, with you. <laughs> no, I, that came out, I think. Oh, maybe, maybe we did. I, no, I, I watched know. that with you. Um, number 100 was The Orphanage from 2007. I don't think I've ever seen that because that movie looked creepy as hell and I was very intrigued. Uh, I think uh, I might have seen bits and pieces. Um, I won't watch it now because I have kids. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, I'm starting to get like, oh, I've been getting like that too. Um, episode 99, I mean, number 99 was Salem's Lot. Great. Great movie. Um, actually, it was Story. a miniseries. Oh. Yeah. Everything was good about it. Uh, number 98 was 1958's Horror of Dracula. I get that. And then 97 was 1963's Black Sabbath. I don't think I've seen it. I haven't seen it, but I want to watch it because that shit looks crazy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Number 96 was Pulse from 2001. I'm sure we've we've watched that. That was back when the internet was first first starting. It was like a internet curse or whatever. Uh, hmm. I don't know if I've seen that. Number ninety-five was The Strangers. Mm-hmm. Love that mm-hmm. movie. It's a good movie. You know why did you do this? Because you were home. Uh, ninety-four was nineteen forty-one's The Wolfman. Hmm. And then, Interesting. That's that's higher than Dracula, but yeah. well, that's a later Dracula. So yeah, I guess I guess yeah. that makes sense. Um. 93 was Cat People from 1942. I had never heard of that movie. Didn't really look too intriguing. It was kind of like uh, another studio's version of the Wolfman that they wanted, but using cats. Shockingly, number 92 was 1963's The Birds. I thought that would have been higher on the list. Yeah, I think nowadays uh, with technology, things change. I watched that movie in high school for some class, I think English class or whatever. 
And now when I see a gaggle of birds, that's all I think about. Number 91 was Mulholland Drive. I I know I own it, but I don't think I've seen it. I didn't know it was a horror movie. I didn't either, but apparently it is. Number 90 is Child's Play. The original. The classic. And they ended the episode with number 89 in American Werewolf in London. So this will come out every Wednesday. Um, you have to check it out on Shudder. We'll talk offline about that. Yeah, so have sure. <laughs> You'll have access when we talk offline. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to discuss that to kind of, I think that'd be cool to kind of discuss as we go along. See what the number one movie, what do you, what do you predict the number one movie is? Hmm, it almost always winds up being The Exorcist. I think it's going to be The Exorcist or Psycho. So, time will tell. We shall find out in eight weeks, which will probably be right around Halloween time. But yes, yes, it will. All right, let's jump into the news. Kiernan Shipka has joined Prime Video's holiday film Red One. Deadline has reported she'll be joining the previously announced leads of Dwayne Johnson and Chris Evans. The project conceived by Johnson Seven Bucks Productions president Harim Garcia, who was pre- previous Hiram Harim whatever Big previously just previously described the project as Hobbs meets Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street was won by the streamer in a highly competi- competitive bidding war last year. So mm. Dwayne Johnson doing a Christmas movie, okay. Yeah. Interesting. It won't be no jingle bell jingle all the way though. Um, <laughs> or watch his next movie will be Santa with Muscles too. Maybe. Uh, Anna Kendrick to direct and star in true crime thriller The Dating Game, based on the true story of Cheryl Bradshaw, who was a bachelorette on the show The Dating Game, and chose Rodney Alcala. But behind Alcala's charming facade was a secret. He was a psychopathic serial killer. I mean, there's, there's not, I, I don't get that. There's not a lot there. Um, so, yes, he was a serial killer. Yes, he was on the dating game, but she chose him and then chose to not go on the date because she creeped, because he creeped her out. Like that, like beyond that, that, that was their interaction. Yeah, I, uh, it'll be interesting to see what she does with this. But, I mean, they, they've done enough movies on him. I don't know. I mean, I think they're running the well. You can only see so many Ted Bundy, John Wayne Gacy movies. Yeah, well, I think they're they're stretching that one a little thin. Well, don't knock it till you see it. Nah, I'll knock it now. It's fun. Okay, at least it's not a fucking paranormal activity movie. You darn right. Um, the never-ending story is still fondly remembered as a classic 80s children fantasy, and that means that it is ripe and ready for the latest nostalgic property to get a reboot in the near future. The original movie based on novel by Michael End was a German movie directed directed by Wolfgang Peterson and was a hit a hit on its release in 1984. That's as old as I am. And spawned two sequels which have not been remembered in quite the same way. According to Deadline, it appears that the number of 
that a number of streamers are now attempting to buy up the rights to Anne's novel, which could see the franchise making a return as a TV series or movie. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. That's that's one of those movies don't touch. See, here's the thing with that movie. The only time I remember seeing it, I think I watched it in a school gymnasium for something in an elementary school before I moved to Dedham. So preschool, kindergarten. And it bored the crap out of me. So I am not a big, I don't have fond memories of that movie. I remember the big furry thing. Yeah. And I remember being really bored in the mud pit when the horse was dying. Yeah. But anyway, Ah, bloody disgusting has learned that the Spirit Halloween movie will have a limited theatrical release beginning September 30th. I am not surprised. As well as special event screenings taking place that same weekend at the Nashville Film Festival and Popcorn Frights Wicked Weekend in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. The film will be released on all VOD platforms on October 11th, followed by DVD and soundtrack releases later that month. That's about what I expected. Have you seen the trailer part? Yep. That's yeah. about what I expected. <laughs> yeah. They could have made that a lot scarier, but I guess it's aiming towards like a kid's. Yeah, well, they could do a lot of things and make them better, but they yeah. don't. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis announced that Halloween Ends will be in theaters and on Peacock again October 14th, 2022. Did you see Halloween Kills? Nope. Okay. Yeah, I uh we watched it, me and Amy and she was like, Why does she why does he kill everybody? That's what he does. But there's like twenty of them and one of him. Because then you know there's gonna be a third movie, but whatever. Because it's a horror movie. Yeah. Uh, um Kevin Bacon has responded to Robert England's comments that Bacon could take over as the next Freddy Krueger by saying, Never say never. I mean, I say never say never, but I really do follow that. There's very few things I go, nah, nah. You just never know. So what do you think? Kevin Bacon is Freddy Krueger. You think you can pull it off? It'd be different. Um, I mean, it's it's tough to see Freddy as anything other than that sadistic but still wisecracking yeah. Freddy. I mean, the, the remake, he was scarier, but he kind of sucked. Um, so Jackie Earl Hazy, what is not the way to go, but you know, we'll see, we'll, we'll see what happens. I check it out, but I, I feel, that, I feel that if Robert England's still alive, there's no reason why he shouldn't play Freddy. Yeah. And I felt the same way about Kane Hodder playing Jason and Kane Hodder playing Victor Crowley. If he's still alive, he should still mm-hmm. play it. Instead of casting some guy that was Jason for eight seconds in a trailer. Um, okay. Disney has revealed the first teaser trailer for their highly anticipated live action remake of The Little Mermaid, which stars Hal, Halle Bailey in the lead role as Ariel. Premiering as part of Disney's D23 Expo, the teaser trailer takes us on a journey through the ocean with Ariel and gives not only a first look at Halle Bailey's 
Little Mermaid, but lets us hear the kind of vocals, gymnastics the actress will be bringing to the role. And it is enough to make the red-hatted people go absolutely apeshit, and it's funny. (laughs) I mean, I didn't watch the trailer. I didn't watch the trailer. I have no interest in The Little Mermaid. Um, the only one I really have interest with is Lilo and Stitch. Yeah. But fans of the classic a- animated film can mark their calendars as Disney live-action re- reimagining of Snow White is now expected to debut in 2024 by an announcement at this year's D23 Expo, confirmed through an official tweet from Walt Disney Studios' Twitter account. Have you heard the backlash about this movie? Snow White with the midgets? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, little people. Sorry, prefer- little people. Yes. I'm not um, correct. I don't care. Well, now you're part of an organization that needs to be politically correct. So, <laughs> <get used. laughs> um, if they don't use little people, there's really no point. But that's why it's Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Just saying. That's why it's called acting. Yeah. See what the Oompa Loompas are up to. Oh, the lollipop <laughs> More grim, grinning ghosts are coming to socialize. At this year's 23 showcase, it was announced that a number of new stars are joining Disney's live-action Haunted Mansion movie. Joining previously announced stars Rosario Dawson, Lakeith Stanfield, and Owen Wilson are a number of veteran actors, including Dan Levy, Danny DeVito, Winona Ryder, Hassan Minaj, Jared Leto. Oh, God, he's going to ruin another movie. Jared Leto and the iconic final girl herself, Jamie Lee Curtis, is Madame Leota. Who the rest of the stars will play is currently being kept under wraps, as is the plot of the film. Hopefully, Jared Leto will play something other than a lead blanket. <laughs> One can only dream. Mm, yeah, Did you so see far. the original Haunted Mansion? With, I think, Eddie Murphy? Yeah. Eddie Murphy, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Good movie, good movie, good movie. Uh, Marvel Studios Sizzle Reel is giving over a minute of exclusive sneak peek details for what's to come. The reel promises big announcements for all things Phase 5 in the MCU. From the Marvels to Fantastic Four. First up on the reel, Marvel went full force with the high, highly anticipated sequel to Captain Marvel, The Marvels. Yeah, highly anticipated because they're trying to wipe Brie Larson out of the thing. Featured clips of Brie Larson as the first Avenger, Carl Danvers, i.e. Captain Marvel. Iman Vellani as Kamala Khan, or the Ultimate Avenger fangirl and superhero Mrs. Marvel, and Tiona Parrish as Monica Rambeau, who took on the mantle of Photon in One Division. Uh, it was said that the film, which is currently in production, will be full of co- I'm assuming cosmic madness. Um, no, comic, continues- com- comic madness. Okay, whatever. The reel continues with the new animated series reboot X-Men 97, which I hope I, I look forward to. Promising fans, there's still a ton more there left to say and do for those heroes. We know the series is going to release 10 all-new episodes that we can expect at some time around the summer of 2023. Uh, following the X-Men, the clip teases the Disney Plus series What If Season 2 with the Watcher saying, I can't wait for you to see the brand new worlds on the horizon. First season brought us T'Challa as Star-Lord and the Undead Avengers and a whole lot of multiversal chaos, so we can't wait to see what's waiting on that horizon. The rest of the sizzle reel kept a painfully simple flashing up titles we've been biting our nails over since their 2022 San Diego Comic Con reveal. Fans can rejoice for the first 
for the real promises updates on Loki season two. I am Groot, Ironheart, Blade Reboot, Spider-Man Freshman Year, Daredevil Born Again. This earned ear splitting applause. Uh, Captain America, New World Order, Thunderbolts, Marvel Zombies, Fantastic Four, uh, Avengers, Kang Dynasty, Avengers Secret Wars, and All Things Phase 5, the Multiverse Saga. Um, I've already seen the announcement about the Thunderbolts, and that looks just terrible. Um, what is the Thunderbolts? Basically, so I believe it was most of what I remember there's going to be, uh, Bucky's going to be in there. Um, that girl, Ghost. From Ant Man and the Wasp, or Spectre, I guess was her name. I don't remember. Um, there's a couple. It's other like the um, the B level bad guys. Okay. Um, the the um, the guy from Stranger Things who was in the Black Widow movie. He'll be. In. Um, it just I don't know. Doesn't look like so a great just, team. Just pulls a bunch of people from other movies. It's the secondary guys, basically. Like, it's Black Widow's little sister there from the movie. Like I said, David Harbour there. Um, yeah. You know, the bad guy from Ant-Man, the Wasp. Um, the one who could shift in and out of things. It's just, I don't know. Like, the Thunderbolts are supposed to be something, and that's not what they're supposed to be. <laughs> you think John Krasinski will play... Um, Mr. Uh, Mr. Incredible. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, tested okay I mean, in the uh, multiverse of madness, but you know, yeah, because shit like see. that confuses the hell out of me. That's why I gave you that because you know a lot more about the superheroes than I do. Hmm. I mean, I am Groot is already out there. Um, must be another season coming, but I mean, that's just six minute shorts. Um, is it him going? I am Groot. Pretty much, I'm yeah. Uh, okay. Spider-Man freshman year is supposed to actually, like, continue on the story of No Way Home. So that, that'll be an important thing, but it's also going to be animated. So it's, it's going to be animated? Yeah. It's an animated show instead of a movie. Um, but that's going to continue on with where Peter is at the end of the movie and nobody knowing who he is and all that stuff. So. Oh, I thought yeah. it was a live action movie again. I don't know. I know Tom Holland signed on for three more movies, so. Yeah, no, he's doing the voice in the, I believe that's a show. But it'll have Daredevil in it and stuff, so that'll be good. When are we getting but, Deadpool 3? That's what I want to know. Yeah, who knows? Um, I mean, at the moment, like, Thor Love and Thunder just came out. I could watch it. I, it, it there's just no drive to it. I think after Endgame, it just kind of. Yeah. That's when I kind of checked out. I, I I hadn't seen Thor. I didn't see the second Thor. Uh, when when Tony Stark died, that was the end of me for. That was my reason for watching. And I, I like the Spider-Man movies, but I don't, I don't. It has to intrigue me, but Hunter loves them, so I guess I'll get stuck watching them. You'll be watching them. Don't you worry. And in our last bit of news, A24's murder mystery, Bodies, 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 has slashed up $10.8 in theaters thus far, and we've learned that the film is headed to Blu-ray in time for Halloween. Bodies, Bodies, Bodies hits DVD and Blu-ray on October 18th, 2022. Um, I know Kyle saw this. He enjoyed it, so probably means it sucks, but whatever. 
<laughs> yeah, I am talking so much shit because he's not here, but he's going to listen. That's why I'm not posting till Wednesday because we're going to see Clerks 3 tomorrow night. So, wow. Brother bonding time. But let's get into our main topic this week. It is basically the whole topic is movies built around haunted attractions, but we chose two movies that are kind of found footage movies about haunted attractions. The houses. <laughs> the houses that are, the houses October built. Um, number one, beneath the fake blood and cheat masks of countless haunted house attractions across the country, there are whispers of truly terrifying alternatives. alternatives. Looking to find an authentic blood-curdling good fright for Halloween, five friends set off on a road trip in an RV to track down these underground haunts. Just when their search seems to reach a dead end, strange and disturbing things start happening, and it becomes clear that the haunt has come to them. This was released on October 10th, 2014, was directed by one of the stars, Bobby Rowe. It also starred Brandy Schaefer as Brandy, Zach Andrews as Zach, Bobby Rowe as Bobby, Mikey Rowe as Mikey, Jeff Larson as Jeff, Chloe Charlotte Alexandra Crampton as Porcelain, Angelica Lee Van Horn as Porcelain, Carl Bryce as Head Clown, and Donald Danzler, Danzler, as sure. Campfire Man. All right. So you watched it. What's your uh, I did not enjoy it. Um, not a fan of found footage movies anyway, but the story at the beginning saying that it was made based off of footage filmed by them traveling and then some of the you know haunt people afterwards and spicy I, I, don't don't sell me stupidity at the beginning of the movie please yeah because <laughs> um, none of it looked shot from a cell phone yeah they had a lot of walking around cameras but it didn't it it, it still didn't have that that true you know first person feel um but I don't know. It just it couldn't keep my attention the whole time. I was having a hard time keeping track of it. And I was awake. <laughs> I mean, it is all right, but it. I so. I mean, I I bought that off of a blind buy at Best Buy. I went in to pick up a movie, and I saw houses that built October. And I love Halloween. We love going to haunted houses. We did one year. We did one every weekend and then some. But uh, so I checked it out and I liked it. Then they came out with a second one, which we'll discuss in a few moments. And I, I don't know. I always watch it like September, October to kind of like get me in the mood for Halloween or whatnot. Now, on the Blu-ray there's actually a documentary which is the original concept for the movie, which they said was pretty much shot as like a way to get funding to make the movie. And 
I, I, I need to sit down. I wanted to watch it before, but, you know, I have to go down and get the Blu-ray, hook up the Blu-ray player and, but. Uh, you gotta put in work. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's been, it's been a crazy week. So, um, I will watch it and I will report back in the next week or two to see how much similarities there are between the original version and then the theatrical version, I guess. But. I've always wanted to do that. I've always wanted to ride around in an RV and go to haunts in October, you know, take a week and hit all the different ones. Um, what do you rate the first one? Um, the two stars? Oh, sorry, mugs. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah, there's two, two mugs. mugs. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not I give it. Not even for what it is. <laughs> um, I give it five mugs because I I've watched it several times. I've watched it with people, with friends, and you know they thought it was real. But you know, I mean, it is what it is. If you're getting ready to go to a haunted house, it's a good watch before you know get you in the mood. I think maybe if they kept the whole, you know, the words at the front saying that it's you know. Now it, it might have gotten better, but that put me in a bad. It soured me right from the start. Uh, Bobby Rowe and Zach Andrews were on an episode of the Movie Crip podcast with Adam and Joe, and they were talking about that. I don't know if it was the first one. Uh, yeah, it had to be the first one because the second one hadn't come out yet. Because it was just coming out that there was a haunt that a guy worked at, then went home and killed his family while still in the makeup and get up and all that. And what they wanted to do with this movie was kind of follow that story also. But when they asked if they could film in the courtroom, the uh, defendant's lawyer said no, because that would hurt any chances of him getting a retrial if needed. So I think if they, if they had stuck with that kind of storyline, it might have been a little bit better. And might have intrigued you a little more, but that's what we got. So um, let's hop into houses that October built to. All right. So recovering from the trauma of being kidnapped last Halloween by the Blue Skeleton, five friends head back out to visit more haunted house attractions. But when the signs of the Blue Skeleton start appearing again, a new terror begins. Release date September 22nd, 2017. Once again, directed by Bobby Rowe. And then you got Brandy Schaefer's Brandy, Zach is Zach, Bobby Rowe is Bobby. You get the point. <laughs> so this one was better than the first one. Okay. Um, because you know, okay, kept my attention a little bit better. Um, mm-hmm. and then at the end, uh, when, when you start recognizing where they are, that that kind of brings you into into the movie. Um, yeah. So that that final in that last haunt there, the, you know, when they're she's being led through and whatever, mm-hmm. that place is approximately forty five minutes away from my house, um, and, and it might not be that exact one, um, but it sure as hell looks exactly the same because there's a lot of those um, naval sea defenses around here uh, that mm-hmm. were built back around World War II. Um, but that one in particular, I mean, my kids have been running around through those tunnels, um, down those hallways. Uh, 
there's some definite creative editing because none uh-huh. of the tunnels are that long. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they, I, I assume, I mean, this was filmed before I even moved here. Um, but, and there's a lot of graffiti in there. So I assume they, they, they covered up a lot of what was actually in there for the graffiti and they, they definitely spray painted that grass, but, um, <laughs> I mean, it was just, you know, that when she's, uh, when she's, cli- when she gets out, outside the first, and she climbs up that ladder, um, and she's kind of running back and forth, that's what caught me, because I've stood in that exact spot and seen that exact tree hanging off. I'm like, I freaking know where that is. And then yeah. as she's walking around, I was like, oh, that is definitely it. Um, the aerial shot really confirmed it, but I mean, it was pretty neat seeing that. And then I kind of looked into it, and it turns out that he moved from Texas to Bainbridge Island, which is halfway between here and there. So, and you're talking about Washington State. Ooh, Washington State, yeah. Sorry. Um, so I thought that was pretty cool. So, spoiler alert if you haven't seen it, but did you see that twist at the end? Did you see that coming? No. But that's again, I wasn't really paying much attention. Um, they, when it, when she, when they were pushing her through, spoiler alert, and they do the fire scene, mm-hmm. the chainsaw scene, I knew right there something there wasn't right. Yeah. Cause one, that much gas, he's gonna go up more than just his head. Yeah. Two, he would have screamed a lot louder. Um, and then the, uh, chainsaw thing, I just, it wasn't, that's kind of where I knew that something was being had. Yeah. But. Now, a, a lot of the haunted, haunt, haunts and haunt, haunted attractions that they went to, a lot of those were real haunted attractions that. Those are here. They're those all are on here. the other they're side of the water for me. Yeah, they're on the other side oh, of the water okay. for me. Um, there was, see, it said that one of them was in Lacey and there was a couple of them. Um, that went in another town over here, but yeah, those are pretty close to me. Okay. I can actually go to those haunts. Well, you should go and report back to us and let us know how they really are. Yeah, good luck. I'm not going by myself. It's not a fear thing. It's just not as much fun without people. <laughs> Bring Mary. No, no, no. I'd like to stay married. Um, I love my kids. <laughs> so. <laughs> What do you give the second one? Second one got three stars. Three stars, okay. Sorry, three mugs. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) It's going to take some getting used to. Um, I gave it a five mugs because once again, it's always a double feature when you watch, when I watch the first one, I got to watch the second one. Um, so some other movies that are kind of based on Halloween haunts, stop me if you've seen one and we'll discuss it, but, uh, the Hell Hell series, one, two, and three. Uh, I don't have, think I've seen that. I I watched the first one. I was off from work. I was up. It was like three in the morning, and I put on this movie because it was recommended by our friend Johnny. He was like, "You got to check this out." And so, what it is, it's about these people that try to open a haunt in this hotel called the Abaddon Abaddon Hotel in New York. So, well, I'm just going to read the yeah. <laughs> read the description you have in your pick of the week. <laughs> oh, I do? Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, so I'll discuss that when we go down to the pick of the week. But 
So basically, they've made three movies off of it. I believe two of them are exclusive to Shudder. Uh, Shudder is not a sponsor, but, but uh, um, well, we'll fix that by the by the end of the night. And then um, Fear Inc. Um, that kind of goes along the lines of an extreme haunt, like this guy. He's really obsessed with Halloween horror and all that shit, and then he finds. This company called Fear Inc. and tries to book an appointment. They said they're full, and then all of a sudden, like, all of this random shit starts happening. Like that, he tur- they come home from a party, him and his girlfriend and friend and wife, and there's a newscast on the TV saying like three people are murdered, or four people murdered, and the prime suspect is the guy. And it shows, like, a news crew outside his house with cop cars everywhere. Then they look outside, and they're like, what the hell? But very good movie. Um, Haunt, which uh, is about a couple friends that find a haunted attraction and take a wild guess. They each get killed off. That's the same Mm -hmm. thing along with House of Fears, which is exclusively on Peacock. Uh, I believe Haunt is a Shutter original, and then Bloodfest is about a group of fans that go to this Bloodfest, you know, a haunt Halloween attraction or whatever. Um, and Hell uh, Hellfest, which is a lot more like Bloodfest is like the the comedy version. Hellfest would be the serious version, you know, Killer on the Loose inside. But definitely movies worth checking out. So, let's talk about some of the attractions that we've visited over the years. Um, you know, Justin is out in Washington right now. I'm in Massachusetts, but Justin's originally from Massachusetts. And mm-hmm. we spent a lot of time over the years going to haunted attractions. Um, let's kind of give our thoughts and our, like, you know, whether they're worth it or not, but uh, let's start with Canopy Scream, Canopy Lake Park Scream Fest in Salem, New Hampshire. I mean, that one's always good. It changes every year. I right? think the last two times we went, they've been kind of the same. It might be because of COVID. After, but I mean, because we haven't been to any, I haven't been to any of these since before COVID. And I yeah. mean, when we were going there the first time, they change year to year. I mean, sometimes, well. I think they changed the location like one, maybe. I don't remember. Yeah, because I know. Thinking about it. Because I think when we first went was the first year that they did it. Yeah, maybe because they did the but, log flume, the one over by the log flume. That's the one I think that's the same yeah, every year. That was like a corn maze. Yeah. And then there's um, the clown and the uh, the haunted shack over by the Boston Tea Party. Yeah. Those are still set up. I went to Canopy Lake Park over the 4th of July weekend, and they were still set up advertising Scream Fest or whatever. Uh, yeah, Scream Fest. But sh- should I tell the story about the time Lonnie and Callie fell through the door? <laughs> so so when we, when we, when we go to the Scream Fest, we'd go with my aunt and uncle and my cousins and I have a cousin, Callie, who just turned 22 or 24 yesterday, or 25, maybe 27. I don't know how old she is now, but, um, but her and her sister, they're, you know, we're walking through the, 
through one of the mazes and it has the inflatable thing that pushes down on you and you got to push your way through. So my uncle Bert's in front of me. He goes through, I go through and I said, Hey, there was a scream actor right outside the tunnel. I said, Hey, I got my two cousins coming, scare the shit out of them. So they come through and this guy jumps out, scares the shit out of Callie. Callie backs up into Lonnie, who then backs up into an emergency exit. And all of a sudden, the, they fall through the door. You see four legs kicking and screaming. It was the funniest thing. It all happened in front of me, and it happened pretty quick, but it was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I give ScreenFest a thumbs up. I think it's it's worth yeah, and you can ride the rides. You can ride the rides. They usually do Oktoberfest around that time, so they have a lot of different foods to eat. And mm-hmm. um, Yankee Cannonball at night, baby. Yep. <laughs> but usually it's cold when we go or raining. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. Worth it. We're gonna skip the next one. We'll do that last. We're gonna do Spooky World in Litchfield, New Hampshire. See there, uh, I like Spooky World. Um, I never went to it before it moved up there. I never got to it Neither while it was I. in Foxborough or anything like that. Um, but they're pretty good. They 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 get some real good actors. That dude who mm-hmm. flies around and skims up with the chainsaw on is yes. he's he's pretty cool. Um, dude, they've got some good haunts. Um, that. Snake one that Kyle and his friend just couldn't deal with. Oh, Kyle. I remember that. <laughs> oh, I wish he Too was Too bad there. Kyle's not here. Oh, man. He didn't, he wanted none of it. Absolutely none of it. We had his friend even Tomas. <laughs> you should see Tomas now. The kid's jacked. But, uh, I mean, Kyle was, geez, he had to be. Nine, ten years old, and like you know we took the trip down. It was me, Justin, Tomas, and Kyle, and we went to go in line for the first house, and yeah, Kyle just said, "Nope." We had to call my father. <laughs> we, we had to get the, out of line once. Yeah, we we got out of line, and he was gonna go sit in the truck while you got you and Tomas went through. Then I was gonna go through them all. And we, uh, eventually we got him to go through. We tormented Kyle as a kid. We took him to see Nightmare on Elm Street. We took him to fucking. He realized uh, it wasn't so bad and he was good with it after. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'll look at him. Um, yeah, you know, they have, I think it's six houses, the Midway, uh, go karts, uh, food options. I remember one time Anytime going to throw go karts in there. Gotta throw yeah. go karts. And then I remember going through one of the houses and they had a toilet that spit out water. <laughs> Got you in the mouth. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, uh, oh, yeah. and, um, but yeah, Spooky World is definitely worth, they used to have like celebrity guests. I don't know if they still do that. I haven't been there in years. Um, it was expensive. Yeah. And we always did a double shot with that and Fright Kingdom. Yeah. And then we have uh, Witch's Woods in Westford, Mass., which is at the Shobisky Valley, I believe. Something like that. I think I've only been to that one once. I know. I went once with a friend years and years ago. I haven't been there. I've been back since. Uh, 
I wasn't too impressed. It was one of those like, you know, they built up fake walls and all that and um but hey, it, you know, if that's your thing, you're out in that area visiting, check it out. Um that factory of terror factory of terror in Fall River Mass and I believe there's another one in Warwick, Rhode Island. Yeah, something like that. Um that one was good. That's the one where uh, we cut out like a good chunk of the Oh, yeah, because we, we took a wrong turn through a through a maze. I, I skipped the, the shit out of that. Like, shit out of some lady. <laughs> she turns around and I'm standing there, and she was like, "What the hell? What the fuck?" Um, I went to that one a few years ago with Amy, and it was all right. You know, they had the queue. The queue line is important because you're waiting in line, mm-hmm. and you know they had the singing heads and all that. Um. But another one worth checking out, uh, Barrett's Haunted House in Abington, Mass. I don't think I got to that one with you. No, that, that one I had gone on a date or something, and we stood yeah. in line for four hours for a 15-minute haunted house. Yeah, that um, one was always really busy, and I didn't think it was ever really worth it. Yeah. they. Um, I believe they added a second one to it, like a second... House to I know it. Down it is, those, it's a big main source of income, that and the ale house. Which I mean, the, the ale house, good. Good food. Oh, yeah. Not knocking it. Um, but. They have walking tacos now. Mm. But, uh. Wacos. Remember we went to the one at Fenway Park the one year they did that? The fair at Fenway? Yup. Yeah. Mm hmm, mm hmm, mm hmm. That was great. Those are some good haunts. You know, they built a that. built a haunted house with several different attractions in Fenway Park in Boston. Yeah, Spooky World. Yeah, spooky it was. World spooky did World. that. Yeah. What was that one we drove up to Lee, New Hampshire? Was that Haunted Overload? I think so, yeah. Something uh, like that. So that one, that's okay. That's mainly just following a trail through a farm. And they have, yeah. like, extravagant decorations. Uh mm-hmm. I think it was like a two and a half hour drive each way for us. It was a while, yeah. And then, um, did you ever go to the seven one five in Canton? Yeah, yeah. First okay. year, second year, maybe. Yeah, because that was well, the one that was over in that shopping center. Yes. Yep. They, uh, I know, two years ago they said they were moving. Oh, they didn't open because of the pandemic, and then last year, I believe they said they were moving, but I haven't seen any announcements yet for this year. But Probably haven't been able to find a place. So we went one night. It was me, Amy, Johnny, and Ingrid, and the girls are like, oh, we've got to use the bathroom. Now, that this is the first time I've ever seen Johnny scared at a haunted house. Like, we had gone through, you know, Spooky World, Fright Kingdom, or whatever. But something got him. I can't remember what exactly it was, but something got him, and he jumped. So we're, it, it let us like through, it was an old department store or whatever. And it, you go out through the back door of the hallway where the bathrooms are. So Amy and Ingrid go, Oh, you know, we got to use the bathroom. So one of the creatures that was walking around outside comes walking down the hall and we said, Hey, there's two girls in there. I want you to scare them when you come out. And they walk out and this thing fucking turns the corner and scared the shit out of them. And both of them fucking good thing they had just went to the bathroom. Um, but that one was always good. I hope they come back. And the last one that we've been to, Fright Kingdom, 
by far the best. Yeah, it was the best one of them all. Um, you know, we you you were with us that night. We went with the uh, the girl I went to college with. <laughs> How could I not be? She <laughs> dived through my car. Yeah, this this poor girl skit tells us at the beginning of you know we're waiting in the queue area, and she goes, "I hope oh, no, there's no." She clown. told us before we left the house. Oh yes, yes. And she said, "I'm Big afraid mistake. of clowns," and we said, "Oh, there's no clowns." So then we get there, and waiting in the queue area is this fat clown. First thing and he sees a clown. So, you know, we kind of, you know, play it up that she's afraid of clowns. And next we'll thing, every... give him a chance, because, I mean, she saw him, and she screamed and freaked out. Yes. Every time she saw a clown. She was so, freaking out. And this clown followed her through the entire place. Now, this is six mazes that you go through. The one, you know, you go through one, it ends, and you get in line for the next one. And in every house, this fucking clown shows up. He would just randomly show up, waiting in line. You're in the, mm-hmm. like, dungeon, or the, the that redneck army one, and there's yep. a clown in the middle of the redneck army, just to screw with her. <laughs> and then she really flipped out when it was the fucking clown house, because he told all his oh, friends. Yeah. So, yeah, the one in the middle, yeah. We're outside. We've gone through all six houses. She is freaked out. She's sitting in the car, and here comes our friend, the clown. And he goes, is it okay if I get in the car with her? We're like, yeah, sure. (laughs) He fucking gets in on the passenger side back door. She fucking looks over. You hear a big scream. We're all outside the car laughing our asses off. And I, I think the child locks were on, weren't they? Yeah, she was well, she was ready to climb out the window if we didn't open the door. She was trying to her. get out, and then the door just opened, and she kind of just fell out. And then we went to yeah. to Spooky World, and she she hit her breaking point with the clown maze there. But Fright Kingdom is by far the best in the Massachusetts New Hampshire area. Route yeah. two, Salem, New Hampshire. Moving. You know, definitely worth checking it out. Um. Kyle wanted to discuss McCainy Manor. Uh, have you seen the videos about this one? Yeah, I've heard about it, seen about it. This is one of those extreme haunts that takes it a little too far. You know, I I don't think I could go through that. I'd probably have a heart attack. <laughs> so I just wouldn't want the people touching me. Yeah, that's the other. I don't like to be touched. but So maybe we'll have Kyle describe it more next week. Um, if he's back. So uh, let's get into our picks of the week. You want to go first? I gotta find it again. There we go. Yep. So uh, I, I I have chosen what I can only describe as a true classic. If you have not seen this, it's not a pick of the week. It's a you must watch this movie. I have picked the Blues Brothers. I mean, uh, The Blues Brothers is a 1980 American musical comedy film directed by John Landis. stars John Belushi as Juliet Jake Blues and Dan Aykroyd as his brother Elwood. Characters developed from the recurring musical sketch The Blues Brothers on NBC's Saturday Night Live. Uh, by far the best Saturday Night Live movie ever. I don't care what anybody says. The film is set in and around Chicago, Illinois, where it was filmed, and the screenplay was written by Aykroyd and Landis. Uh, features musical numbers by Rhythm and Blues Soul, 
and blues singers James Brown, Cab Calloway, Aretha Franklin, Ray Charles, Shaka Khan, and John Lee Hooker. Features non-musical supporting performances by Carrie Fisher, Henry Gibson, Charles Napier, Kathleen Freeman, and John Candy. Uh, it was released June 20th, 1980, and it has the single greatest car chases of all time. I was Never thinking the same thing. Never be bettered. I mean, just it's timely because you get them making fun of and throwing Nazis off a bridge. I mean, it's it's one of the greatest movies of all time. Five stars every time. Great movie. They're on a mission from God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely love that movie. Have you seen the sequel, 2000? Blues oh Brothers, my 2000. God, unfortunately. Um, I'm glad they haven't tried to remake that yet. Uh, you can't. You know, so. Some things you just can't do. So my pick of the week is Hell House LLC. Five years after unexplained malfunction causes the death of 15 tour goers, and staff on the opening night of a Halloween haunted house tour, a documentary crew travels back to the scene of the tragedy to find what really happened. This was released on October 16, 2015, directed by Steve Coganetti, and starred Ryan Jennifer Jones, Danny Bellini, Gore Abrams, Jared Hacker, Adam Schneider, Alice Bahike, Belky, Belky, Phil Hess, Lauren A. Kennedy and Jeb Krieger. Um, it did spawn two sequels. They kind of got more ridiculous as they went on, but it's kind of a found footage aspect, so Justin would not like it. And we'll save Kyle's pick because I'm sure it'll be next week. I'm sorry, my fucking email keeps going off. Um, but I say it's now time to close the bar. The Wait, bar is now wrong. closed. Yeah, there the bar go. is now closed. <laughs> Thank you so and much for listening. Bye. I write it, too, and I fucked it up, but go ahead. Do it over. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. You can follow us and stay up to date with the podcast at The Movie Bar on Twitter, at Movie Bar Podcast on Instagram, and at The Movie Bar Podcast on Facebook. And get official Movie Bar shirts at www.bonfire.com slash store slash Movie Bar Podcast. We are on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Podcast, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and most places you listen to podcasts. And be sure to check out our new website, www.moviebarpod.com. Join Whatnot using our link, whatnot.com forward slash invite forward slash the Movie Bar and receive a $15 credit for signing up. Thank you for listening. Please let us know what you want to hear by contacting us on social media or via email at themoviebar at outlook.com. Please like, review, and subscribe to the podcast and tell us how we're doing. That is all for this week. We'll see you at the bar. Bye.